What's up, guys? It's three-time NFL Pro Bowler All-Decade Return Specialist, Josh Cribs. I want to welcome you to the College Sports Connection Podcast, where AA Alex and AJ host the Mid-American Conference Best. everybody welcome back to the csc podcast it's all action all the time i'm your host alex the captain joining me as always it's aj the guru going on everybody aj welcome back we had a we had a pretty solid week this last week with with the mac a few surprises in terms of final results a few things that kind of made you scratch your head but we are officially out of week eight and heading into week nine that we are. You know, we talk about the surprises. There are definitely a few that made me scratch my head uh, Saturday when I was finally looking at all the scores at the end of the day. And, uh, yeah, let's dive right into it. Which, uh, which game do you want to start off with? Let's start off with you. You were in Toledo, Miami of Ohio. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's uh, let's get into that one. First off, a big shout-out to Miami Athletics, um, giving us the opportunity to be there. Um, found a few uh, technical issues not a big fan of uh we tried to bring aj in at halftime apparently the software i was using doesn't allow you to boot up a second program once you've already started recording so now that we know that we can uh we can plan for that in the future um tried to bring aj in at halftime unfortunately couldn't make that work um overall um seemed to be uh pretty responsive a big thank you to everybody who subscribed to the youtube we're now up to almost 30 subscribers uh when we Got the thing going. We had six. So big shout out to everybody who subscribed. Going to be doing more stuff with that down the road. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, you know, just dive into that one really quick. This one was Toledo the entire first half. Um, mm-hmm. Rockets went out to a 21 to three lead at the half. Um, and, and it was really interesting, right? You know, people talk about football being a game of two halves and this, this one truly was, uh, Rockets, you know, Went up early, seven nothing. Never actually lost the lead. Um, Rockets owned the lead for forty eight of sixty minutes in this game, and and it was really, really interesting because, you know, on paper it was like, okay, Miami's got a really good defense. They've got the ability to shut down this Toledo team, and it was a defensive struggle that whole first quarter. Toledo blows it open in the second quarter, um, and really does enough. Uh, despite being shut out in the second half, they do enough to get the win. Um, notable loss from that game. Brett Gabbert goes down, uh, does look like he is done for the season. I think officially he has one more year of eligibility, not entirely sure how all that's going to work. He gets that free COVID year. Um, but it's, it's interesting because he actually is currently the, uh, the Mac passing leader. With mm-hmm. uh, 1,600 yards, 14 touchdowns. He's averaging 204 yards a game. When he left in the third quarter, um, this was early, or this was yeah late in the third quarter, he had a, he had 179 uh, passing yards. Yeah. So he was on pace to, again, have 200 passing yards. Um, huge loss for Miami. Avion Smith stepped in, um, p- played as well as he could, kind of coming in on, un, un, you know, unprepared for that cold that coming in quarter. cold yeah yeah um and he did what he could um he actually made a huge 
uh, third down and 15 conversion with about a buck 25 left. And then on the very next play fumbles it uh, to give mm. Toledo the win. So, you know, I think Miami will be fine. You know, they are one of the three bowl eligible teams in the mid-American conference, them, Ohio mm-hmm. and Toledo uh, rockets, maintain sole possession of first place in the West Miami and Ohio are in the, I still think it's the de facto Mac East championship next week. Um, so that'll be a good one. Battle of the bricks, the big, big, big Mac rivalry. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Toledo defense, they're still, uh, they're still, still doing enough, you know, that's, uh, I think that's, that's kind of my big takeaway from this game. You know, obviously I think maybe a different outcome if Brett Gabbert is, in the fourth quarter, but you know, that aside Toledo defense still doing enough, uh, didn't allow a score in the fourth quarter. Miami obviously didn't allow a score and overall great game. Um, yeah. And Oxford, beautiful campus, Uh big shout out mm-hmm. to the group of five guys for not only doing their pregame show there, but, uh, having me on to do some picks with them. I don't know if you've been to Oxford or not, AJ, uh, maybe a couple mm-hmm. times I'm sure, but it's, I mean, just unbelievably beautiful. That, that is. Very, yeah, very underrated campus. Uh, that's definitely one that has caught the eye of uh, a lot of social media people who, who travel to college campuses and whatnot. Uh, Miami and Oxford always tends to be uh, on that list of, hey, you guys got to come check this out when, uh, when you're in the area. For sure. For sure. So but it's uh, interesting yeah. you brought up, oh, sorry, you brought up defense. It's interesting because that seemed to be the tale of every game on Saturday across well, the country, not, not only in the Mac. It was. I mean, mm-hmm. big one for me, obviously, was Ohio State, Penn State. That was defense. So you look at, uh, you know, the late guy, late game for you guys on the East Coast, Utah, USC. That you know, that's some really some tough defense. So it's it tends to tended to be the theme of Saturday. And now as we get later into the year, it's going to get colder for some of these schools. Defenses, it's going to be the run game and defense going forward for a lot of programs. And I think that started this weekend. Well, and I and I think you know, specifically looking in in the MAC. Uh, there was one game that broke 24 points. Yeah. And it was the Akron Bowling Green game. Uh, Falcons finished off Akron with a 41 14 victory, but nobody else scored more than 24 points. Ball State with a big victory over Central mm-hmm. Michigan, a surprise victory over Central Michigan. Very. Uh, Kyle Kelly uh, looked excellent and he's starting to look comfortable as a, as a quarterback. I think. It, it's interesting to see how that's shifting. Um, and Buffalo, you know, they got that win over Kent State. They're now three and one. They're in tie for first place in the MAC East uh, after starting zero and three in the season. So it's it's really interesting to kind of see kind of what's shaking down. But uh, let's let's kind of dive into it more. Let's uh, let's talk about your player of the week. Uh, who are you giving your helmet sticker to? Yeah, my helmet sticker is going to Marquise Goodwin. I think he had a, he had a buck sixty two on the ground, uh, one touchdown. Marquez Cooper, um, but anyways, he had twenty six carries, one hundred twenty six or one hundred sixty two yards, uh, the one touchdown. This is the Marquez Cooper that uh, I think Ball State was hoping for when he transferred in from Kent. We saw this Marquez Cooper at Kent for years, mm-hmm. being the all Mac player that he was. Uh, this is the type of player that he was at Kent. He was kind of struggled here early on in the year, as Ball State's offense has in general. You know, on the year, he has 500, he has 121 carries for 584 and only two touchdowns, averaging 4.8 on the ground. I think this is a phenomenal uh, stepping stone for him to finish off uh, the season at Ball State. Obviously, they're two and six right now. You know, they're going to have to win out and, and win convincingly to get to get to a bowl game. Um, but yeah, I think this is a phenomenal opportunity. He looked great. This is the guy who we thought we would see 
Um, and you talked about Kyle Kelly as well, only 101 yards passing, but when you have 243 yards on the ground between four guys, that, that, that does help. For sure. And yeah, I mean, he looked excellent. I went back and I watched some game footage um, on Sunday just to kind of, kind of get some notes on uh, these teams. And yeah, I mean, he, he looked like he did at Kent State. He looked comfortable in the backfield. He looked, he looked good on his routes. He, I mean, he broke tackles when he needed to. Yeah. He just looked like every bit of the the running back that transferred in to kind of fill in the role of what Carson Steele was leaving behind. So yeah, he looked excellent. That's a great helmet pick, uh, helmet sticker pick. So that was depressing too. turning on the uh, UCLA, UCLA game that night and Carson Steele had like three touchdowns. Hey, you know, good for him. You know, that's, I mean, we know where, we know where he got his, where he got his start and he's always going to remember that, but uh, absolutely. He looked great. The hair was flowing uh, on that uh, pac 12 after dark. Well, after dark for you guys, it's still kind of like seven o'clock my time. Sure. But uh, that was good to see Carson Steele. Good to see have good to see him having success out there. Sure. Um, My helmet sticker this week uh, goes to Terry on Stewart out of Bowling Green, 19 carries a buck 31. Three tutties. I mean, he it, he looked excellent. I was I was very pleased with with his performance. Um, you know, Bowling Green starting to figure a few things out offensively. Uh, defensively, they look pretty good. Uh, this is the first time they've had consecutive conference wins in a while. Yeah. So they, I mean, you know, a lot of what Coach Leffler has been preaching is building consistency, building consistency. So I think Bowling Green, you know, got it done on the ground. They looked really sharp. Um, got it done through the air too. I don't want to take anything away from Connor Bazalak. Uh, not, not as impressive, of course. Um, you know, he had, I think, yeah, 69 yards, one score, six of 11, but really it was the ground game. It was, uh, mm-hmm. it was, you know, Terry on Stewart who, who got it done. Um, no turnovers. And that was what was big for Bowling Green in that game. Um, Akron had four turnovers in that game, which hard to win a football game when you do that. But again, Terry on Stewart, he gets my helmet sticker as my player of the week. Um, turn our attentions to play of the week. Yeah. Anything that kind of jumps out to you, AJ, I've got a good one that I got to see that I, I'd love to discuss, but I want to give you the chance. Yeah. To go first. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'm going with Sam Wiglis. He had a touchdown on the corner of the end zone. It was about an eight yard touchdown, which Curtis worked through beautifully over the shoulder, right into his hand. And if you haven't seen the clip, we'll tweet it out later on. Uh, but beautiful over-the-shoulder throw. He's looking back, sticks his arms out, falls right in between the, the numbers uh, there for OU. So I'm going to go with Sam Wiggles on his corner catch. Okay. Um, I mean, and you know, I again, that's I some fo- footage I watched. Sam Wiggles is looking Excellent. He's second in the conference in receiving yards right now. He is. He's in the top five in the in the nation too, right? Uh, for last week he was. For last week, okay. For this, yeah, that was just this past week. Um, yeah, he had a buck. He had a buck fifty-five uh, through the air this week. Yeah. So he, yeah, he was he was one of the top five in the country, uh, this last week. Um, he does trail Gage uh, Larvadine from Miami by about mm. one one thirty-two right now. Um, last week was a big game for him though, uh, yeah. but he's second in the conference right now in yards per game, averaging 62, almost 63 yards a game. Uh, yeah. and he has looked excellent, uh, as of late, but for me, it was the Anthony Torres scored a touchdown for Toledo and, and his touchdown was, was kind of ridiculous. He caught yeah. it over the defender. Like it was just yes. one of those, one of those crazy catches where he's just, just the defenders all over him. He's just draped all over him. He just makes a great ca- catch mm-hmm. over him. 
especially for a tight end. You know, I think most wide receivers would make that catch. Not too many tight ends. No. For me, that was it, a that was a huge one. And it's funny you bring him up too because he was a Western Michigan transfer. Yep. This is his sixth year in college, and this is his first ever touchdown catch. Mm-hmm. And that's what, and that's he what went to high school on the broadcast too. And he went to high school twenty minutes away from me. He oh, was wow. a Mich- Mishawaka kid, out of the South okay. Bend area. Okay, and so I had no idea. And because uh, Mishawaka is now in my high school's conference, they joined long after I graduated. But and of course, I mean, then again, it's only been six years. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, he was at Western, and then yeah, it's hard to believe six years and his first touchdown. Good for him. And he's a large human being at what six six, whatever they said he was six six two fifty. Um, yep, yeah, and, good for him. And he and he's a junior. Yeah, he's officially classified as a junior. He's a junior. Um, yeah. so it's good for uh, him. yeah, no, he he had a great. Great catch on that. And you're right. Yeah. That was, uh, that was something I was talking to somebody about afterwards. Like that was mm-hmm. his only touchdown or it's been his only college. Yeah. Touchdown. They, they talked about it on the TV broadcast. So I looked him up a little bit more and good to see he's a Mishawaka caveman. Uh, it's always good to see the local, uh, NLC guys not do well at the next level. So, yeah, I mean that, but that, that's who gets my, uh, play of the week mm-hmm. again, just an excellent catch over the defender. And that was really the moment where it looked like Toledo was just going to absolutely start running away at this game. That was the score right before half. That yeah. was right before half. That's right. Yeah, About 33 right. seconds left until yeah. The half. Yeah. That was a fun one. And the, the uh, cool, cause I don't know if you were able to see the TV broadcast, but they had the camera right on the field and they were able to show from that angle. And yeah. from that, from the lower angle was really cool. Yeah, no, it's a it's a great shot. Um, so, yeah, hats off to him for a phenomenal offensive play. Just really went climbed mm-hmm. the ladder, two hands up, and you know pulled it all the way in. Yeah. Let's uh, let's look at games upcoming this week. What? Well, we got know, two. We, well, I was gonna say we got two, and we could we could really because we have midweek action starting in a week. Um, we could kind of dive into all of them if we really wanted to, with, including next week's, since those games start on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, but let's start with the weekend slate first. You and I are going to b- actually both be at these games. You're going to be at Eastern yes. Michigan, at we- or Western at Eastern Michigan, and that's the noon game or the one o'clock game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be at Miami at Ohio down at Peden Stadium. The first, I think our yeah our first trip to Peden Stadium. First trip there, yeah. Um, I don't have you ever been there? No. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be at Eastern, uh, Western Eastern. I'm gonna be at Miami, Ohio. So we're gonna be at these games. I think it's safe to say those are our games of the week. 100. percent It's gonna be too. It's gonna be cool too because our we're gonna be offset a little bit. I have the earlier start, so we're gonna be we really have a full day of action on our social medias. You know, we don't like to tweet over each other when we're at games. Sure. So that now we have a couple uh, couple hours in between. We'll be able to. Uh, you know, not run over each other too much. Maybe we could do some live video feed. You know, we could do a live Instagram together, something like that. Would be a lot of fun from the uh, from the gray turf from the factory. We were at the factory last year for the Buffalo game. Had a lot of fun, and I can imagine being this one being an in-state rivalry, uh, in-state rival game. This uh, this will be a lot of fun, and hopefully, there's a good crowd. Sure, sure. Uh, it's uh, should be a good one up there. Um, looking forward to seeing what Western does. They're starting to look good on offense. Starting to really click. Get a few. They're really starting to figure it out. It out yeah. Um, Eastern yeah. and, uh, and I know I got a little bit of grief in my hot takes earlier this season about Eastern, not looking or Eastern taking a step back. They have to go five and O oh, including a bowl win mm-hmm. from, from here on out to, uh, to match their win total last year. Yeah. So I just, I want to point out, I know, I know I got a lot of grief 
for saying Eastern takes a step back. And I, and the big reasons I said it were transfer portal. They're losing some depth. Wasn't confident in Austin Smith. I think he's a, a solid uh, quarterback, but I wasn't confident in his ability to fully run the offense. Haven't been wrong on that. I knew their defense was going to be solid. It was whether or not they could score points so far. I mean, what mm-hmm. they're four and four right now. Is that, is four that four, their record? Yeah. Yep. Four and four, two and two in conference play. It's, you know, a, a, a no disrespect to Eastern. I think it's, you know, co- what Coach, Coach Creighton has done up there has been excellent. But I had a feeling they were going to take a step back this year. So far, they're proving me right. But that's it for the Saturday games. Mm-hmm. We've we've got Halloween Maction and then Wednesday Maction. Uh, let's just look at those games. Two on the two on Halloween and then two on November first. AJ, yeah. uh, what do you like about these games? I think. Well, of course, obviously we have a game in between these, but I think Central and Northern is going to be a very interesting one. As of now, still mm-hmm. we're sitting two weeks out. They're both sitting at four and four on the year. That game's at Central, uh, seven o'clock East Coast time on ESPNU. That that one's on Halloween. That one's going to be interesting. I think you know the other one that night, Toledo Buffalo. It's not that interesting. It's I guess ESPN two game at seven thirty your time. Uh, but for me, that's Central Northern game because that could really determine who goes to a bowl game or not, depending on what happens this week. Both sitting at four and four, both need two more wins uh, to go bowling. So I really think that one's going to be interesting. And then you look down there, the Wednesday slate. You have B, uh, Ball State at BG, and then Kent at Akron. Oof, Which I'll be at that. I'll be at that later one. I'll be at the Kent oh. Kent State Akron game. Oh, fantastic at Akron. So. Good deal. Uh, so yeah, that one. Obviously, that's going to be the uh, the fight to stay out of last place, essentially. Sure. Uh, and the Mac, both teams sitting at one and seven, and you know both teams kind of a little bit surprising. Obviously, Akron's dealing with a ton of injuries right now. DJ Irons done for the year, who was you know math, most of their offense, and obviously losing a, a big game into IU in the last minute that that really I think deflated that team as well. Um, but there's some interesting games that we talked about. We got NIU Central, Buffalo at Toledo, Ball State at BG, and then Kent at Akron. Sure. No, I I really like this um, Northern Illinois Central game just because, you know, if Central wins this game, you know, they move to five and four. Northern Illinois, Northern Illinois moves to four and five. But then that would put them both at two and two in the Mac West. One, it would it would give Toledo a chance to kind of swell their lead on these mm-hmm. two programs. But two, it's it also you know, it sets up for a little bit of a messy tiebreaker down the road. And, you know, I, I wrote a big thing last year towards the end of the season about um, the elusive, like whatever, I think it was like the elusive, like eighth tiebreaker or whatever for yeah. how Matt games pan out. And I, and I kind of love that chaos. Right. But that one's going to be a really good one. Looking forward to seeing, you know, Jace Bauer starting to look really good for central Michigan, Rocky Lombardi starting to, you know, get it, get it back together. Uh, Buffalo Toledo. This one is more intriguing to me, not because it's Toledo, but because of what Buffalo brings defensively. And I've got some of the numbers here. Devin Grant has four interceptions for Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, and that ranks first in the conference. Uh, Charles McCarthyrins is the yeah. other guy for Buffalo. He has three interceptions. So between the two of those, they have seven interceptions for this team. Um, Buffalo beat Toledo last year in a game that people thought Toledo was going to run over them. So Toledo is not taking them lightly. Um, should be a good one in the glass bowl. Moving to the Wednesday slate, of course, you know, you mentioned Ball State, Bowling Green. I kind of expect the Falcons to just kind of put Ball State out of their misery. Uh, but we said that last week with uh, with Central Michigan. So who knows? yeah. 
Um, but the Kent State Akron game, Battle of the Wagon Wheel, another classic Mac rivalry. You've been to um, that, right? Yeah, I've been. I've actually been to that the last two years. Last two years. Um, and Akron or Kent State has won it the last three years. Akron yeah. hasn't won it since 2019. Um, so Akron obviously hoping to snap that streak and get a win back in the in the uh, rivalry to kind of uh, take back that wagon wheel one that they haven't had at home in a while. But both are one and seven, zero oh and four in conference play. The winner of this gets their first conference win. You know, mm-hmm. neither one can go bowling at this point, but hey, a, a conference win is, oh, especially over your rival, can't uh, can't sneeze at better that. better than not a non conference win. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for us pretty much this week. Uh, a lot on tap going on uh, between well between this weekend and then obviously the middle of next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's cool midweek matches on its way back. Um, we got four weeks of that starting. October 31st. I'm excited, man. Spooky season, yes. Yeah, we, hey, we got we got that coming up. I've got a game here in Denver next week. We've got a lot of football coming your guys' way here really soon. But before we go, I do want to give a, a shout-out here to one of the uh, SIDs at, w, at Western here, Zach Manning. He uh, He's in charge of the uh, hockey program. And, uh, you know, we'll be doing a lot of hockey this winter as Western and Miami of Ohio both play out here in Colorado. A huge shout out to zach for sending me the uh i get all the re- uh, press releases from western so email to me and the western michigan broncos are ranked 10th mm-hmm. in, the, in the country this year so phenomenal program they, they were great last year they were ranked as well last year but i'm excited to see them both play here in colorado springs and denver this year but a huge shout out to the broncos hockey program uh we're trying to get more love to on, on social media uh, we have a great relationship with them but as i mentioned they're ranked 12th in the nation right now uh, at the hockey level, and they've, they've been great to have like the past couple of years. They're really fun to see. Hopefully, you can get up there to a game this year um, and check them out. But, yeah, the hockey season's in full swing, so make sure you guys go check them out. Both, I mean, BG, Miami of Ohio, Western. That's I think they're the only three MAC schools, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, they play and one, they play in two separate conferences, too. I, yeah, I they do. What, I don't know what those two conferences – I think they're like the A8 or ACH – C or whatever and mm-hmm. um and then you know i i don't know the two conferences but yeah no yeah. that's uh that's awesome to have that and uh to get those press releases that'll be good stuff um for uh for hockey this winter absolutely um cool well thank you guys so much for tuning in uh like we said got a got some cool stuff in the works here um we really appreciate the love and support um if there's something you want to see let us know, you know, trying to, trying to crank out content that you guys are going to appreciate, enjoy, I, you know, gotten a lot of love on some of our, uh, our season stat leaders, things like that, uh, weekly attendance. So, you know, if there's stuff you want to see, please let us know. We want to, we want to make sure we get that out to you try to do our best to, uh, continue to bring you some great content. So let us know. Um, you can follow us over at Twitter, uh, or X, I guess at college sport pod, um you can find us on instagram at the csc podcast on facebook of course at uh the csc podcast all action all the time and of course our youtube page at the csc podcast going to be trying to do some more stuff there as well um yeah guys i think that's going to about do it for us this week uh aj anything else you want to throw out there um no i think we're like so we've got a lot of fun stuff coming on this weekend i'm uh, i'm excited to get on a plane 
early Thursday morning to fly back east, back to Indianapolis, and uh, make my way up to Ypsilanti on Saturday for that game. I've been back to uh, back to this. I've been gone a, a year, over a year already, a year and fourteen days. Sure. We moved, so uh, but we were lucky enough to see Western, or excuse me, lucky enough to see Northern Illinois at Nebraska this year. Making way back east for another game, which will be a lot of fun as well. But the factory is always a good time. You know, you were up there this year. We were there last year together. This will be my first trip there this year. Um, overall, looking forward to it for a really good game. Yeah, I've been up there twice already this year, so that'll be uh, that'll be good for you. Um, and uh, looking looking forward to uh, to bringing you some more action this weekend. Absolutely. So thank you guys so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>